Season one, we were in our feelings. Season two, we started dealing. And in season three, we are getting to the healing. Join me, your host, Justin Rain, and new guests each episode. Prepare to laugh, cry, possibly be triggered, but most importantly, evolve past it all as we continue to address our fuckboy problems. On today's episode of Fuckboy Problems, titled Mr. The Door is Closed, I sit down and talk with social media personality and emerging entrepreneur, John John, about hyper-independence, finding closure on your own versus with others, and the importance of being preemptive. You guys, we really get down to the nitty gritty and we talk about the psychology behind it all and I know you guys are gonna love it. But first up, here's Fuckboys in the news. Good evening, good evening. This, this is the this news. Is the news. Good, evening. good evening, this is the news. Good evening, this is the news. Campaign between James and Phoebe really heating up now, thanks. This is the fucking news. Is this the Krusty Krab? No! This is the fucking news. Hey everybody and welcome back to Fuck Boys in the News. It's the portion of the show where if you're fucking up and you have no excuse for your actions, know that I'm going to call you out on them. And on today's episode of Tone Deaf, Dumb, and Demoralizing, first up we have none other than Miss Jessie Nelson. The former Little Mix singer in her latest episode, or I guess the latest episode of White Girls with Identity Crises, she has been blackfishing you all. If you have been living under a rock, or maybe you just don't care about music that much, Jessie has debuted a single as a solo artist with a single named Boys. And in this song, she talks about how she loves everything about bad boys, which are their blackness, their grills, their gangster ways, their tattoos, anything pretty much, you know, associated with black culture. She goes even further, you know, to appropriate a myriad of um, urban-esque wig hair choices, um, a severe tan up in here. And throughout the video, it is riddled with African-Americans, hoopties, um, what do you call those cars that bounce up and down on hydraulics and just all kind of stuff. And the sad part about it is a person on her team tweeted from a secret account saying that Jesse was informed of how this would look, how it would be received by black people and by the world. And she said, every great pop star has her start with black people and by doing this. Look at Gwen Stefani. Um, Miss Ma'am, you can make a cool track that appreciates hip hop, that appreciates certain things, but when you riddle everything about going to jail and he's a gangster and all these things and you label all these things as kind of like African-American stereotypes and then you also appropriate your appearance, your appearance, excuse me, to support these things, it's a bit much. It's some fuckboy shit, and there are so many other alternatives to get your debut, especially when you said that you were leaving music or you were stopped being in Little Mix because you cared about being bullied so much on the internet. Well, thanks for giving us more fodder to drag your ass with, sis. Next up on the list, we'll get to the dumb people in the list. We have some NBA fraudsters. 18! 
retired NBA players, including Glenn Davis, Terrence Williams, and Monica's ex-husband, Shannon Brown, have been arrested and charged in a $4 million health insurance fraud scheme. They were ripping off the NBA health plan for retired players. From the years 2017 to 2020, these guys made over... $4 million? No, $2.5 million, sorry, in false claims for medical and dental experiences and were reimbursed in $2.5 million. Now, this is where it gets really dumb, y'all. The players didn't even make sure that they did their due diligence. I guess one person got on, I'm assuming Terrence Williams from the way um, my findings were kind of given because he seems to be the ringleader and he's going down the toughest in the situation. I guess Terrence put everybody in group takes and was like, y'all, hey, you know, we're retired now. The money isn't coming in the same. Here's a way to get a little bit of extra income to supplement your chains, your gangs, and your stunting. You know, I don't know what the deal was, but they're really dumb. So, for example, three of the players filed claims for root canals on the same day at the same time at different dentist offices. And then two weeks later claimed that they were getting crowns on the same 16th in the same, like on the same date. And it's like, what? Nobody thought to, okay, maybe we should space this out. Maybe we shouldn't put the same six teeth. Maybe we shouldn't coordinate. And then it just goes all the way left when you find out that these fools either didn't put letterhead on any of their claims. And as the the prosecuting attorney stated, the most glaring issue or questionable fact was the elementary level grammatical errors. It could not get dumber than this. And I'm sorry, fuck boys. Y'all need to pay up or go to jail and shut up. Monica, I'm so sorry that your ex-husband is up in this, but I guess you dodged the bullets. And lastly on the list, we have Mr. Mike Epps. Now, I always thought Mike was a little funny when he hit on my mama in a mall years ago and only for him to be married after she told him she was married. And she was like, well, wait a second. Why was you even trying to ask me what I'm doing tonight then? But that's neither here nor there. So recently his ex-wife, she um, spoke on a podcast called Girlfriends in Champagne and she she detailed the demise of their relationship. That finalized in 2017. It was that's when the divorce was finalized, and she gave us a few details that actually make him look even worse. And now I'm just side eyeing this dude because according to his ex-wife Michelle, she found out that Mike was dating his now wife on the blogs before even having a conversation with him or anything like that. She also continued on to say that before she found before she found out during you know during their divorce filings and then after their divorce filings they continued to be having sex and a little bit afterwards she finally was like okay wait he's not he's not gonna change this is just not a casual date like he thinks fat meat's not greasy so she called him out after seeing him with his now wife Kyra and she was like, okay, so what's going on with this? Are you going to change? Are you going to fix this? And she said she decided to let action speak better than words. And in that moment, finally realized that, you know, some people just don't want to change. Well, you know what? That's very true, Michelle. Sometimes people, they don't want to change. They don't want to grow. They don't want to be better. And they rather make excuses for their actions instead of taking accountability and really treating people how they want to be treated. I am so excited for you guys to hear this conversation, Mr. Doors Closed, with John John, aka John John the Gummy Shark. He is an emerging entrepreneur. He has this brand new brand, all based around new skin tones called New Skins. And we really go there and we talk about 
closure and everything in between. So without further ado, let's get into the confessions. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fuckboy Problems. We are on episode two and today we have my good buddy from over on Twitter, Mr. John John, the gummy shark himself. <laughs> he is an emerging entrepreneur. He has an amazing brand called Nude Skins and he's just funny as hell online if you have never seen any of his videos. Yes. And today's episode is called Mr. The Door Is Closed, you all. It's not opening. We're not doing it again. We're not trying it. You got one and you're done. Let's start with the nickname. What is this person's nickname going to be today? Um, We can call him Felucius. Felucius? Yeah. I don't even know how to spell that, but as long as you do. <laughs> okay. Felucius, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like foolish and some other stuff mixed that together. Part. That part. Okay. All right, Ashanti. Just a little fancy, you know. <laughs> you had to put your little, you had to put your little razzle dazzle on dazzle, You know. Let's paint the picture. Do it Golden Girls style, like picture it, Sicily. You know, the air was crisp and clean on the spring day. I'm, I'm Where did you meet this person and how did it happen? Go and get it started. So it was, it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> nah, yes. But, um, but it was, it was a dark night and I was a little bit uh, frustrated, if you will um sexually frustrated so of course naturally this was about um seven years ago six seven years ago and um I was pretty young at the time probably like uh 22 23 something like that and you know naturally what happens when you're sexually frustrated and you don't got no nigga so you know you go to the app reached out to this young man and um he was very very good looking slightly older which is you know right there up my alley I can't even remember his age but he was like either early 30s or late 20s at the time and so you know my young self you know I kind of looked older at the time and I was I've always been quite mature you know what I mean? so anyways we, we were talking on Jack you know we, we finally you know we decided it was a pretty quick conversation but you know at that time I wasn't really like pressed for sex it was more so like for the intimacy um aspect so you know if we got around to sex we got around to sex if we didn't I mean it just was what it was so um and I think he was on the same tip so got over there and you know we we actually like chilled I don't think we did we didn't really do much I mean I think I probably slobbed on the knob probably for you know a couple of seconds but for the most part we pretty much chilled the entire night um he looked just like his picture so that was a plus still good looking you know what I'm saying a nice body uh, for me, at least, you know, a little belly, a little gut, a little titty. Um, I mean, I like all body types, to be honest, but, you know, sometimes it depends on my mood. Yeah. So, you know, we were just hanging out and it turned out to be a nice little vibe. And so that's kind of what we did on a regular basis. So, you know, we exchanged numbers. Felucius was great. You know, he he worked in higher ed. He actually worked at the school that I went to, like at a separate camp, at a different campus. Um, but it was a school system. So he was able to like, you know, if if I need him to do something for me, like um because he was actually an advisor so if I needed him to like do something for me like in terms of like getting me a connection with you know this person and stuff like that because I actually needed him like during graduation to like make sure all my you know my credits were you know a1 hook it up listen um so Felucius was a good dude okay but yeah so it was great um we we had dinner together multiple times was it like a friends with benefits was it like analogous 
it was it was definitely a I, don't, I wouldn't even say a friends with benefits. It was just more so. It was kind of like one of those things where it's like you were in a stage building up into a relationship. Okay, but I get that. We hadn't. We never talked about it. It was just kind of like we were just enjoying each other, each other's company. So it's just kind of like one of those things where it's just like really, really a really cool vibe. And I'm young as hell, so you know I'm not really thinking that far into the relationship aspect. I don't know what's on his mind. For the most part, it was kind of surface level um, because at that time I wasn't really uh, talking to people so deeply as I do now. Mm. I'm a philosopher of sorts, um, but now so um, we, we, we were just cool. It was a it was a cool vibe. We were and we were both enjoying each other's company. Like there was no confusion that he was enjoying me and I was enjoying. Him. So fast forward, fast forward. We do that for a couple of months. Like I mean, just hardcore hanging like literally almost every day. So real courtship. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, you know, we're just getting to know each other. And I think, one, and I didn't find out about this later, but one day he hit me with, like he, he, he said something I think that he was upset about. And I guess I didn't respond the way he wanted me to respond. But like, he never said anything. I, I like, I can't even pinpoint, I can't even like to this day, I can't even remember what the conversation possibly could have been about because there was no reaction for me to notice. Oh, okay, well, you probably said something. And I've always been a very intuitive person, but I mean, he just gave no inklings. And like, we've talked after that and, you know, everything like that, where, what he, he said. He just made a mental note. Listen, it was like, mm. got it. Um, I think like af- after that time, hey, like just, I mean, go like it was done like it was no it was like nothing like I was just like oh this this uh he gone like so gone and I was <laughs> he like, gone he gone um and and don't get me wrong I part of me didn't feel no type of way because we hadn't established anything and at that time I also wasn't really I was still battling uh you know for the most part um, so it wasn't like I was looking for a relationship. Now, if I would have ended up in one, I don't think I would have fought it. Um, but I had also told everybody that I had, you know, I wasn't really looking for one. So didn't really, it kind of hit me as one of those things. Well, I mean, maybe it just wasn't meant to be whatever. So I was like, I wasn't tripping hardcore. Um, and because I wasn't, I enjoyed his company, but I wasn't necessarily emotion, emotionally invested. Yeah, it, it hit because it was like, you know, we had been hanging out for months, like daily. So it was kind of like one of those things, like, you know, when you sleep with somebody in the same bed for a long time, and then you no longer sleep with them in that same bed, it's very difficult for you to go to sleep because it's like, damn, like, I, that's where my comfort was. You know what I'm saying? Were you so, playing Trey songs? Yo, side of the bed. I mean, we just watched TV together, and that's my love language, watching TV together. So um, I know, right? That ended. Um, well, and I, I don't want to say I wasn't emotional. I was slightly emotional. I, I would be lying if I said I wasn't like completely. I was about to say, you said you missed them by your bed. That's an emotion. Well, no, we didn't sleep. We, we So I never slept over. Um, well, I think I slept over a couple of times, but I also like my, my bed <laughs> to sleep in my bed. So, um, and I, I don't think I ever got, I hadn't, well, just another story, but I hadn't got comfortable with sleeping at other niggas' houses until like way further down the line. But, mm. um, so yeah, so he goes to me and, you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, he ghosted me. That was my first time ever being like, like ghosted, ghosted, like um, ghosted by somebody that I actually had spent a lot of time with, not like somebody I probably, you know, messed around with for a couple of weeks. Um, 
And so, yeah, so fast forward, fast forward down the line. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of years have passed by. Did, oh, wait, now wait. Did you reach out when he goes to do it? You just was like, you know, it is what it is. No, I, I definitely, I probably, because I, I didn't know, I didn't know I was being ghosted. So I definitely probably reached out. <laughs> you said, to, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think I it did. It was being purely wrong. like poof, Casper. Like, I mean, done. And so, well, he, because, so what happened was he started distancing himself and then he ghosted. So it was kind of like he would send a text message and then like, we'll kind of stop responding or, you know, whatever the case may be. And then we would never hang, blah, blah. So it was definitely a gradual ghosting. He was done. Felicia's was done. So after that, a few years down the line, I kind of, uh, he hits me up and he's like, hey, some, I think he sees me on Facebook or something, whatever. He's like, oh, well, you know, I'm moving back to where I'm from. And I was like, oh, you know why? I don't even know why, how we even, he was like, hey, how are you, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like, started like the conversation. Like, nothing happened. Like, like nothing happened. And I'm just like, bro, like, I don't really, but I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a mean person. So I try to, I try my best to, you know, operate in grace and forgiveness. And I wasn't still mad. It was just kind of like one of those things, like, why are you talking to me? Like, you know what I'm saying? So we have um, no, we have no dealings. <laughs> but listen, but I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait till you get to the point And then I'm going to be like, don't talk to me. Um, (laughs) you get to the point you know i might you know because sometimes if you if you hit if you come back with somebody like hey i was in a bad space you know my bad i apologize blah blah blah. you know i could be like okay well thank you but you can't say um acknowledgement goes a long way it just depends if you catch me at the right time on the right day you know you might you might have an avenue i'm just saying so anyways but by this time i had like started losing weight a lot more weight my body was starting to you know come into form and you know i was feeling myself a little bit and everybody was feeling me at the same time too so i was kind of like um yeah so i was kind of like not pressed for no something like i don't need this i'm a bad bitch (laughs) listen i'm trying to tell the people they don't even know but yeah so he's he's talking and i'm just like hey you know whatever whatever and so then he's like yeah i moved to because my mom you know she was uh she was sick you know but i lost so i came back to to take care of her whatever whatever and i'm like oh god well you know that's nice for you blah blah he was like, yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm, I still kind of have a crush on you. I'm like, a crush? Like, but, like, what you, what you mean? How old <laughs> so are now, we? Now, okay, so Angelica I'm, Pickles. I'm like, exactly, because I'm getting, I'm irritated now because where did the crush come from? I'm just trying to figure that out. Since when did you have a crush? And he was like, you know, I've been had a crush on blah, blah. I was like, well, you ghosted me. Like, then you're like, you just stop talking to me. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Um, and normally I don't bring shit up. Like, I'm, I'm not that person, but like he had me fucked up. So I had to like, get that together he was like you know i don't even remember why i was so mad and i was like why because i don't because i don't because i don't do nothing so you couldn't couldn't have been mad exactly he finally was like oh i think what happened was you said something no i said something to you and you were like you know something about i think i had said something to the tune of and if i'm if i'm remembering correctly he was like i said something to the tune of you know a lot of people go through the same things that you're going through but i didn't mean it like to invalidate his experience, it was kind of like, you can make it out because a lot of people have made it out mm. of the same situation that you go through. And I, and I, cause I, I used to say that a lot, you know, before I realized how people can take that, but I definitely wasn't saying it with, um, you know, ill intent, um, but that's how he took it. So he was upset about that. And I was like, well, why you couldn't like, just say that to me? Like, don't tell me that because that made me upset. And he was like, well, I mean, I, at that time I was just so mad. I couldn't believe that you had said that to me. And I was just like, oh uh, okay he's like well i, I he, then he apologized um but i ain't want no ports so <laughs> you said you said i'm gonna sit in my patty 
Listen, uh, well, it wasn't even petty. It was just kind of like one of those things, like nigga, like years have passed. Like, what do you, what you? I don't need you this. Me to be in the same place that I was when, when I was 20, 21, 22. Like he thought she was still at campus at the bus stop. Absolutely not. Of course, he's he's he was like, yeah, we should definitely link. He's like, he he was moving back. He was like, yeah, we should definitely link. And then I left off, and he was like, he was writing me while I was in the military, and I would like, I would respond to some, left him on read on the others because. Um, and I wasn't still mad. It was just more so. Was like, what, what possibly could we? I'm not that same person. So, so when I got out of the military, he was like, "Yeah, you should definitely. We should definitely link." Um, I, I was like, so I told him straight up. I was like, "I, you, you had me. You know, when I was younger. You know, a few years back, and you kind of let that go. So, you know, I'm just not in that space anymore." He's like, "Well, I respect that. Thank you for telling me." And then that was like the last real conversation that we had. And then of course, he'll he'll like hit me up every now and then, but I just leave them already because there's just no point. And that's the story of how Felicia's got me fucked up and <laughs> where I'm at today with- Because was part of it, with part of like your kind of like resistance to it, just like whenever people move or they're moving back, they hit up everybody in their roller days. At least that's the way I feel. Oh no. Nah, that's I'm, what I've seen in the past. Um, no, nah, in, in, in his case, I think he actually, and cause it happens a lot to me. It's like people will will leave for something that they mis misconstrue or misunderstand and rather than communicate that they don't. And then when they have time to like work it out or process it on their own, they're like, well, he really didn't do anything that bad. And I, and then they all they literally like I have like millions of stories about niggas that circle back. And I'd be just like, Well, what changed? Because I'm still the same person. Like you don't you haven't seen any change in me, clearly, because we haven't talked. Um, so like what change happened? And then they were like, well, you know, I realized I kind of overreacted. Um, and I'm also not the type of person that gives you the uh, the leeway to overreact because I'm really level-headed. So I, I always want to have that conversation. And so people are so, like some people, a lot of people are scared of conversation or, you know, even confronting me and being like, hey, you know, I didn't really like when you did this. And I'll be like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't what I meant. Or, you know, to be able to even explain myself. And then when they work it out, they're like, oh, well, he really didn't do anything and they'll, and they'll come to me and tell me like well you really didn't do anything it was a me thing I'm like, all right well i'm glad you worked that out but um and you're gonna work yeah. it out on your own moving forward listen because you left by yourself you made that decision on your own so you know you can kind of figure that out on your own too um mm-hmm. and so that's kind of just where i'd be at with with people that kind of do stuff like that why, in your um, opinion, do you think that um, is kind of like a growing trend, especially, you know, in the queer community, we don't want to have feelings and whenever it gets too serious, and I won't even say serious, just whenever there's any type of resistance, like everyone just wants so to go like the easiest way out. So I don't think it's a, a growing trend. I mean, I definitely think it's something that's been in society for a very, very long time. I think that the reasons kind of change. So, you know, before it used to be let's kind of just bury everything under the rug and we can still make it through. Um, and now it's moved to the place where it's like, well, I don't really need you. Um, everybody, everybody's, you know, hyper, hyper independence is, hyper independence is a growing trend, definitely, um, to where people are just kind of like, well, you know, I know my worth and I'm capable of doing it without you. And there's like so many other people here that I could do it with. Um, so I'm not trying to do it with you. Um, which is, I mean, absolutely true. I mean, we are not tied down to any anybody um, within that regard. So um, it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, shit, you know, I'm every woman. 
I definitely, I definitely get that. But at the same time, I, I think you do yourself a, a injustice by not admitting, you know, how much you care for somebody or care to uh, ameliorate a situation that might have, you know, might have blossomed into something, you know, potentially good for you and, and that person. And I think that the lack of communication stems from the idea that, you know, I don't need that person. So I'm not going to exert any other effort for that. And then, of course, we all have our qualms, but we have all have our breaking points where we feel like there's just no point of conversation. And I, I get it. I'm the same way sometimes. Like, you know, I feel like if, if you know, I'm extending effort and, you know, you're not necessarily extending effort, for me, like, that's not a conversation. Like, that's just like, okay, well, you know, uh, clearly you're not interested. It's me recognizing that you're not interested. So I'm just going to fall back. Um, and some people would say, well, you know, why didn't you, why didn't you tell me you expected more, blah, blah, blah. But I, I personally feel like I'm not going to explain the bare minimum to you. Um, and I feel mm. like there is a bare minimum in, <laughs> in dating and relationships that everybody should know. And if you kind of don't know it, then it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, uh, you're too old for me to teach you, for me specifically, to teach you about the bare minimum. Because if you don't know the bare minimum right now, then I'm sure there's other things that you're probably not going to know. And I'm just not in a place to be teaching anybody how to treat people um, that they're interested in. Um, so, yeah. So I just think that people should just, um, if you're in a place of talking, yes, talk. But if you're not, you just have to recognize that you might no longer have access to that person and that's just on you um and if they and you can't feel a type of a type of way when they don't want to engage you anymore because you were the one that failed to communicate so um that's kind of how i operate you know what i'm saying like you know if i choose not to communicate with someone anymore which i typically don't i'm always willing to um you know open up the floor for communication um just because whatever and i'm also also very much a person that communicates everything because if it doesn't work out i don't want it to be a situation where i didn't do everything that i could to work it out there are people that you know want to be better for society there are people that are super hyper reflective and different things like that that you know constantly are thinking about ways they can be better or ways they could have done something better or whatever the case may be if you put me in that state and then you force me to find closure on my own then the likelihood of me allowing you to circle back is zero to none. Some things hurt my feelings. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I'll tell you straight up, like, hey, that kind of hurt my feelings when you did that. Um, just because I want you to understand exactly where I'm coming from. I don't want to leave any room because I know how it is for me to have to think about what you or try to interpret what you might be saying. But, you know, I try to be as transparent as possible. Like, hey, what you did right there hurt my feelings. And I told dude, I was like, hey, you know, that low key, that kind of hurt my feelings back then because, you know, I thought we were good. You know, he just, yeah. So, I, I mean, after years, nigga, I mean, like, because when I close, when I find closure on my own, I close it and I lock it. Closure is not yours to find with someone else. If you find it on your own, then you don't need anyone else. There's no need well, for you anymore. I, I do. I do think that closure that you find with other people is a lot more powerful than the closure that you find on your own. Because I think that the closure that you find on their own always leaves an avenue for, well, maybe. Oh, or, yeah. You know, different things like that. Because you don't that have I that context. That, yeah, or you just, and you just, or just the situation never truly, you know, closes. For me, it's like you close the door, but you only bolt it. So it's like you only bolt it, 
you don't really lock it. So when you when that person tries to open the door again, they can still crack the door just a little bit because the bolt stops it at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's how closure works when you know you don't when you don't do it with the other person. So next question: How would you define a fuckboy? What is your definition of a fuckboy? I just ever guess this, so I'm excited to hear this one. Um. So I, I think it just I it really aligns to. Um, it really aligns to the inability to consider another person's feelings. That's just, for me, I think that that everything kind of, excuse me, everything kind of boils down to pretty much that, like you just weren't considerate. And I think that that goes, I mean, that goes along with communication. You weren't considerate enough to tell me. Um, I think that that goes um, with actions. You weren't you didn't consider me when you thought about doing whatever you wanted to do. Um, pretty much that. Um, you didn't consider you didn't consider how how my emotions would be involved when you told me all this, but all you really wanted was sex. Um, just I mean, just so many different scenarios. I think that consideration just kind of boils down. I mean, everything kind of boils down to consideration um, or the inability thereof to consider. Um, you know, just other people. Um, it's almost like, you know, you know, kind of like sociopath, you know, you kind of just do everything with, um, you know, and use other people to do it. So it's like, whatever, sociopathic yeah. behavior. Uh, y'all look them up. It's not a psychopath, but it is the road on the way there. Listen, um, so, um, yeah. Do the work. <laughs> of course so, you need to if, diagnose somebody for for acting like that you know whatever but that i mean it, it is a tendency of a sociopath is to use other people's to, as means to get whatever you want so um it's definitely very fuck boyish esque mm-hmm. you know so i guess what advice would you give to someone in a similar situation which you've kind of given it already but let's see if you have anything else you may have nothing else but what advice would you give to someone in a similar situation um, uh, I would just say be preemptive, be preemptive about those conversations, um, check-ins, um, making sure to, I mean, communicate is, is the biggest thing, but you can, I think that there's absolutely things that you can do. It's like, hey, you know, how do you think we're going so far? What do you think we can change? What do you think I can change? Um, you shouldn't always wait for somebody to come to you with things about I mean that's and that should be something that you do in and out of a relationship whether it's with your friends or at your job or whatever the case may be is like you're always reflecting on how you could be better um so I think that that would be my biggest takeaway for anybody um is just to be preemptive about being better okay I like that now let's talk a little bit about you and everything you have going on Okay, tell us a little bit how new skins got created and just this whole social media thing. You do, you have a you have a platform, you have a niche, a few niches at that to me, in my opinion. <laughs> so how did all this come about? How did you and your relationship with social media kind of grow and change? And then also with your brand, how did the start of your brand get started? Tell us a little bit about that stuff you got going on. Um so I'll start with the brand. Um, so the brand thing, um, actually, when I was in high school, I decided to, I wanted to do a fashion line that was 
completely black and white. So like I would sell nothing but black and white clothing. Um, and I wanted to call it grayscale. If y'all still there, I know you stole it. Um, but I wanted to call it grayscale. Um, and it would literally be nothing but black because it was always hard. I would always see like women looking for like that one, the black, the black staple piece, the black dress um, and different things like that. And I would be looking for black pieces and white pieces. You never really could find them. In, and that was all I wore was black pretty much because I was big. Um, so I really love the color black. Um, so I wanted a store that centered around the idea of the blackness. Um, but then also I love the color white, so black and white. Um, but that was in high school. And so like I had you know, sketching and different things like that. Whatever, life, you know, whatever. Sketching? Come on. Come I on. A little multifaceted, you know, when I came. But nah, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that was in high school. Fast forward, fast forward. I mean, I, I, my life has had so many different trajectory, trajectories. Um, so fast forward, fast forward. It wasn't until I actually joined the military um, that I, I think I was in basic training at the time. So we couldn't have our phones. And so naturally I just went back to doing things that I was doing in my free time when I didn't have the TV or a phone, which was sketching too. So I was like really going in, like I was sketching shoes sketching bags, I was sketching like um, a lot of athletic uh, athletic style material, um, workout clothes and different things like that because I was, by the time I joined the military, I was like really, um, really into fitness at that time. So athletic, and I was like a lot, a little bit bigger. So a lot of things that I wanted to wear didn't necessarily look right on me. Um, so I kind of was designing things for people that kind of look like me or, or um, bigger people or, you know, and just shit that I wanted to see on other people um that I didn't see out there and really inspired by um you know the 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 80s and the nine early 90s um style fitness apparel um at that time and then fast forward fast forward Rihanna came out with um Fenty skin um and so she highlighted like different skin tones and different things like that and so I was like boom um I want this. Like I need, I need this. Blah, blah. So I, no, it didn't, I wouldn't say I need this. I, I started getting infatuated with skin tones, like just like having the idea of like something that matched my skin tone. Um, and so fast forward, fast forward. I was like, um, boom, I'm finna, I'm finna start a line. Um, and it was always centered around at leisure. Actually, the first, the first piece that I wanted to start with. It was kind of expensive, so I kind of had to like reroute because I was working on. Um, I don't want to say, they, my phones weren't limited per se, but they just wouldn't been have been a fiscally responsible move to start with it. Um, it's actually a, a piece that I'm actually working on for the end of the year, um, so you'll see. Um, That's called pivoting, people. Listen, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, so, um, people need to know. Yes. So. Um, yeah, so I wanted to start off with that piece, um, and it didn't really. I, I just couldn't see. I just couldn't see the financial, um, the financial gain, you know, at the at the, the financial pros at that time. Um, and so I was like, let me just hold off on it. Um, and then I kind of started doing the underwear, but then a couple of other people actually started doing. They were, I guess, they we were all working on nude underwear at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so, and it's crazy. It was so crazy because I was telling one of my friends about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you know this person is doing the nude." And I was like, "No, I didn't know." Um, and so I was like, "Okay, cool, no problem." Um, 
because at the end of the day, I still believe there are a million that. different black T-shirts. It's we can all win together, and I'm very, I'm very strong, and I, and that's why I want to tell everybody too. Like at the same time, it's like we can support each other. Like we could sell the same shit, and we can support each other. Like you do yours, and you win, and I'm gonna buy your shit. I'm gonna do mine. You don't have to buy my shit, but you can support me too. Like it's just, it's okay. Like we, I, I just, I don't have any. Um, it will to any other brand that does the same shit because like it's 12 million gas stations like it's a billion kajillion people like they could buy your shit and they could buy my shit too so anyway so there so anyway so i came out with the line so i made sure to mine my my line is not really i know a lot of people say you know oh you got an underwear underwear line and i don't mind because if that's if that's what it takes for you to buy it hey it is what it is um um, but my my line is really athleisure and making sure that it's comfortable for all body types. Um, we're we're not into like heavy into the bigger sizes yet. I think our highest size goes up to three X for now. Um, but of course we're expanding. So um, hopefully by next year we're um, into the four X five X size frame. Um, but yeah, so that's how nude skins came about. Um, and so we're just growing. I have a few pieces coming out. Um, everybody was asking for briefs, so we're we're coming out with that. Um, I also have some tank tops coming out, um, and some other things for women. Um, a couple of underwear pieces for women as well, um, and different things like that. So, yeah, and then some other things that are I, I don't want to give away too Top soon. Secret. Yeah. There you go. Surprise them. Yeah. yeah so we're doing and it's been doing great you know i'm super grateful for the opportunity to like kind of serve the community and stuff like that too oh and that being said too we're also working oh yeah on talk about your black box yeah we're actually working on um a few products to be able to like um so we're working on care packages for the homeless in houston um so partnering with a couple of other um entities to kind of deliver that we did it last year um, and it was like a real success. Well, at the beginning of this year, actually, um, it was a real success. We got, I think we did over a hundred care packages of just like beanies, um, beanies, gloves, um, hand warmers, um, and snacks and stuff like that. Um, so this year we're trying to center, focus it on like socks. Um, and then I, and then I think we wanted to do some, um, like little carrier bags, you know, so people have things to carry their stuff in, um, and different things like that. So that's what this year is about and socks is like one of the the things that you know homeless people request or excuse me houseless um people request um so we are trying to work that out so i'm super excited for that because that's like one of my biggest passions um why i went into social work why i kind of went into mental health and different things like that so yes oh that's amazing that's amazing now, where you now? Where'd you get this inspiration to start doing funny stuff online? Like, how do you think to do these videos? Oh. Do you just what? Does it just come off the dome? You know what's you crazy? Man, I've actually been doing this shit for so fucking long. Um, so it is actually not new. I mean, I, I'm relatively new to social media. Um, but like my friends and I, since I was like young as hell, like we've always been like making like crazy videos. We've always um you know, kind of just done stupid stuff. Like we are, I, I have, I am blessed to have a funny group of, like I've never not had a funny group of people in my life. Um, so it just, it just, it just is what it is. And and these, in the videos I make, those are typically things that 
so I am so it's crazy. Like I'm, I'm a lot of times I'm by myself. I'm a I'm an introvert. I'm a homebody. Um, so a lot of times I'm kind of thinking about my reactions to certain things, um, and different things like that. So the videos I create are typically how my mind processes the things, the triggers that are not, not triggers, but the things that happen in real life. Um, so they, I may not necessarily do them out loud. So if you meet me in person, you may not see it unless I'm like really, really comfortable in that moment. But this is how my mind processes that thing. Um, and so then I, I like, I obviously dumb it down and then put in a video form and then boom, like that's, and people laugh, I guess it's funny. So, um, you know, I just kind of kept on doing it and actually, you know, it's crazy. It's like, it, it definitely wasn't one of those things that was like, oh, well, people have found it funny. It's like one of those things. So I'm going to do this regardless. I started my page doing it when I didn't have any followers. Um, and I'm just, I'm going to do it. And of course, you know, I posted my body a little bit too. So, you know, the people flock for that. Um, mm-hmm. too, I don't know why, but let me like, you I don't, um, <laughs> don't, don't want to hear it either. But I mean, I, clearly the people appreciate what they see. And, I, and I'm grateful um, that, I mean, people see something in me that they like. Um, so, yeah. So I guess that's how that came about, especially with Twitter. Um, Instagram, pretty much the same thing. Um, so, yeah. I think it starts from the inside. You definitely have a light on the inside. And I think it just shows from the outside. No, because you feel your personality, even outside of like the body stuff. You feel it. It translates. I definitely will say that as a person well, who watches I, I, your content. It definitely transmits. And you can feel the energy, even from, you see, I remember all these random stuff. And I ain't told you about all of it. I listen to you sing and all your little stuff. Yeah, so it definitely, you feel the energy from the content that you create. I would definitely want you to know that. I appreciate that. Yeah, now tell everybody out there in the world how they can find new skins and how they can follow you, Mr. Gummy Shark. Okay. Gummy Sharks, I think about you. That's crazy, You want the contact information. Yes. All right. So um, if you want to purchase anything on Nude Skins, you can go directly to my site, nudeskins.com. That's spelled nude and skins with a Z dot com. Um, Get up on there. You might see something you like. And um, to my ladies and my ladies adjacent, um, we're going to have some stuff for you and Pretty soon, um, within the next couple of months, um, definitely before the end of November. So be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, you can buy stuff for your husband's your girlfriend. Well, not your girlfriend just yet, but whoever you would want. Wait, to. girlfriends like a boxer too? Huh? They like the girlfriends. They like a little. They might like a little. Yeah, we got and we got too. some. We got some. We got some for them coming out. We have some specific because the sizes differ. Um, so I didn't. I, I try to make everything as unisex as possible. But realistically, it's just very difficult mm. to, you know, have sizing that really matches. So I'm trying to have something special specifically for you guys. Um, and, you know, they, you know, whatever. Let me, let me keep on going. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, newskins.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at newskins with a Z underscore brand. Correct. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. And then um my social media i don't even know what my social media handle i think the john john show on twitter and then john underscore the gummy shark on ig um tiktok john underscore the gummy shark as well 
Yeah, and those are all my Twitter handles and things. Um, if you order something from New Skins, we do ship out real, real quick. So if y'all worrying about how long it's gonna take the shit, take about two days at max, unless you order on the weekends, and we'll send it on that following Monday. And so yeah, it's very much New Skins Prime. So um, come on, New Skins Prime. Period. You know, I just believe you gotta operate in excellence if you're gonna run a business. So, um. Let's get it. Let's go. Feel free to email us. Um, and you can find our email page on newskins.com. What is he? All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And when we come back, I have a wild letter for you and our fuck boy versus fucked up portion of the show. So you just sit tight. I couldn't help but wonder. 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 Are men just women with balls? This is a good time to vent, officially. Now in the great tradition of Paris is burning, the library is about to be open. Because reading is what? Fundamental. That's right, children. So we are back at our fuck boy versus fucked up portion of the show with John John. I mean, his little striped shirt, y'all. I wish y'all could see it if y'all listening. He got his little smile going on. Okay, so today's letter. I have a letter for you, John. I hope you're ready. Today's letter, the subject line is why even try? And I want you to give some advice and weigh in and decide if you think this person is a fuck boy or if the situation is just fucked up. All right, so they write in, like I said, with the subject line, why even try? They say, hey, fuckboy problems. I've got a problem. Well, maybe a question I could use your opinion on. I heard you on Michael's Live, listened to his episode, and decided to reach out. Well, thank you for reaching out. My boyfriend of sorts. Of sorts. Okay. (laughs) We are setting a tone. Okay, my boyfriend of sorts, and I have been on again, off again for a few years, but for the past eight to nine months, we've been on and doing well for the most part. Amen for that. Emphasis on for the most part, because all that glitters and gold. In case you're wondering, the reason we've been so on again, off again, is because he can't seem to get his shit together in one way or another. He fixes one thing, only to start messing up in a new area. At first, it was his communication. Then it became his fidelity, or lack thereof. And now, he thinks just because he does the standard or bare minimum, that equals a healthy relationship. I want to grow and elevate individually and as partners, but sometimes it seems I want it more for him than he does for himself. He makes the mistakes in not planning dates, being considerate, or even just putting in a little effort to show he cares. Whenever I bring this up, he says he'll work on it or goes into all the reasons why he didn't think to do any of these things, whether it be stress at work or home. I put energy into constantly pushing myself to be the best girlfriend I can and do better when I'm not handling mine. He told me I could put a little bit more time into being sexy or wearing lingerie from time to time. And what did I do? Order some Savage X Fenty so I could handle mine. He even gets a little spontaneous lap dances and I'll try little tricks in bed for him all the time. But sometimes, oh, sorry, but somehow, somewhere, I feel like he stopped trying and moved over to autopilot. And now I'm no longer feeling like the most desired thing in my own home. I've tried a million ways to say it, giving him examples, ideas even on how to make me feel more wanted, which sounds really embarrassing now to think about it. But I did it because I love him and want to make this work. But now I'm feeling empty emotionally and mentally 
fuck the physical stuff because he just doesn't seem to get it through his brain. I only think I have one more attempt left in me, but sometimes I ask myself, why even try when he's not? Am I dumb and dating a fuck boy or is our situation just fucked up? Help, signed Warren out Wanda. It's Wanda. <laughs> she got a call on the line for you. I think you're the right person to give, I think you're the right person. Oh no! So, so this I think this got is my some answers. This is my thing. I think, you, and you can see it multiple ways. I don't necessarily. Uh, well, okay. Let's break it up. So, fuck boy in the beginning, because <clears throat> if you if you are being, um, if you're cheating and different things like that, I mean that's just being inconsiderate of somebody else's feelings. Period. Um, however, if you chose to forgive him. At this point, that's on you. <laughs> so choices, choices. So you know, um, if you're moving on without, and that's not a problem, then of course I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that that's no longer an issue. Um, so I'm going to take that part out of the equation, and we'll just discuss. Um, I guess the current where you guys are currently. So there's a couple of ways you can look at it. Um, so we all have, you know, love languages and different things like that, and sometimes. You know, our love language doesn't match the other person's love language. So, you know, while she is able to um, speak in his love language, he may not be able to speak in her love language. Um, and sometimes it's not a, a thing of it being on purpose. It may just be a thing of even though, you know, you may tell him examples and different things like that. But sometimes you got to you got to show people, you know, what I'm saying like you got to take take him on a date, you know, not necessarily put the pressure, put pressure on him. And then also, you know, if, if, and if that's the case and that's how y'all choose to move, you know, also have him be like, well, I want you to be sexy, like have him model some of the same requirements that he has of you as well. So then he kind of gets the, the ability to see um, what, what it is that being compromising or what it is that um, stepping out of your comfort zone looks like because what you can tell somebody that but you can't really you i mean if they're not if they're not that kind of learner then they're just not going to know um secondly you don't gotta put up with that shit like <laughs> you know you know you don't have to deal with that if you don't feel like you're being satisfied in the relationship and you've discussed it with him and he expressed understanding and he has told you you know straight up he's going to try and he's never tried and his words are not matching his actions you don't have to stay there. You don't need to stay there. My thing is, you know, don't let history be the thing that keeps you in a toxic situation or a situation where you're not satisfied. And I'm not the type of person that says, that just says get up and go all the time. But at the same time, you do have to recognize that as an option or you can go and go somewhere where somebody's going to appreciate you enough to be able to step out of their comfort zone without you having to beg them to do so. So, a part of me feels like, hey, it's a fucked up situation. Um, you know, taking the fuckboy parts out of the equation. Um, but also it's a fucked up situation that you don't have to be in. Um, and I think that if you're at your last straw, um, tell them that. <laughs> tell them like, hey, you know, I'm really, I just, I'm really not being satisfied. I'm really not, I'm not, I'm not getting what I, I, I need out of this relationship. And it's, it's making me shut down. Um, to the point where it's like, you know, maybe we're not meant to be together. 
And if he responds like, you know, baby, I'll change, I'll change in 90s R&B, you know what I'm saying? You know, and he and he actually changes, then, you know, good luck to y'all. But if he doesn't or if he tries to validate your your feelings or whatever the case may be, then it's probably time to walk. The end of the road. And so oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, you might want to just deal. Yeah, so do you think do you think he's a fuckboy or do you think it's just I don't, fucked I don't up necessarily right think it's I don't I can't I, she didn't give enough information for me to say right it sounds great on the fence boy. yeah um I just don't think you know there are some people that are just incapable of being romantic they're just I mean they're just some people but at the same time I do think that as a partner you should be able to satisfy your partner and if that's if your partner's requiring intimacy um and romance you should figure it out and if she's and i think that she's doing a lot of work to um she's doing a lot of work to teach him and all this kind of stuff but he's just not getting it which is why i said well hey i mean you've already done what you can do so if you're at your last straw like i mean leave (laughs) like but i i would say but i would say sometimes people don't see and i and i hate this idea but sometimes people don't see something until you know it's about to be gone which is why i say have that conversation have that conversation so that you're good with leaving not necessarily for his benefit but so that you're good when you just if you decide to leave um because nobody deserves to be in a relationship where they're not being fed into or poured into or satisfied um with their partner especially when there's hella niggas out here that would treat you like the queen that you deserve to be so yeah Yes, Wanda. I'm pretty. I'm pretty aligned. I'm not gonna lie. I may be a little bit more harsh. Uh, I'm a little bit aligned towards that fuckboy thing, um, just because I believe you can communicate with someone. You can tell someone what you want, and it's their responsibility to listen and hear and receive those things, and retain that. And I'm all about grace. I understand. You know, I'm a person. Some things it takes me a few tries to get it. Or this just doesn't naturally come to me, which to your point, John, romance might not be the thing that naturally comes to him and it requires work. But what Wanda, what you also said was you've been trying to give him examples and trying all these different approaches towards helping your partner learn your love language and learn the things that you need. And if they're unable to retain it or apply, you know, the tools, now the resources that you've given them, then that's on them. And you can't take accountability for their inability, you know, to satisfy and, you know, love you the way that you're saying that you need to be loved. Um, I am a proponent for you want to do everything you can while you're in it. Um, I'm very much a ride or die kind of bitch. You know, I'm going to do it till it, I won't say till it destroys me. That's what I used to say. And I don't believe in that anymore. Um, But I do believe, you know, you want to you want to walk away from a relationship or a situation or anything in life, honestly, um, with no regrets or as little regrets, like you said earlier, um, as you can for the most part. So I agree. I think you should have one last talk. And I think also sometimes when you let a person know, you know, this is your last shot. Lighting that fire under that ass can create some change. Look at Jay-Z. We don't know what he's doing, but we, you know what? The fact that we don't know what he's doing is something and mama seems happy she's eating she had two more babies so you know he made some he made some decent choices at least moving forward okay and he got her satisfied enough with the, with with what he doing and virgos are alive virgos will cry alive 
they're, they're alive. Um, no shade to the Virgos. They're like perfection central. So I know she's running a tight ship. Um, but oh no, I think you either have a fuck boy that is struggling to shake his ways and really elevate and do better, or you are in a fucked up situation that maybe can be repaired. I mean, to your point, and I want to say to, you know, your partner's compliment, you did say you had eight to nine months of, you know, pretty, pretty decent, you know, you know, positive, you know, it's not, it's been on. Um, so that's like a full gestational period for a child that takes a lot of work, um, you know, but just because you guys are doing mildly okay for eight to nine months or you're kind of hiding when you're bothered, because it also kind of seems like you're not voicing every issue or every time it happens. And sometimes as people, we can give grace too much where you're just ignoring everything. You're just like bottling all up. And maybe that's why you had to hit my inbox and you haven't actually told him probably how frustrated you are. So I think you should definitely um, sit your partner down and really have a conversation and use this conversation as an outlet to keep it 100 and lay everything out on the table so that your partner can know exactly where they stand. You are on thin ice. Everything is not perfect because I have been that person in a situation where they think everything is gravy and I'm sitting over here like, you just don't know. I got one foot out the door and you've been playing and playing and playing and you're gonna, and you're gonna run out of cards. Um, so I think, sis, Molly, I'm not going to say you're in danger, girl, but there's definitely some, you're, you had a yellow light. You had a yellow light, ma. Um, <laughs> and I wish you all the best. Um, but use your words. And I say, say as much as you can, as honestly as you can, as kindly and respectfully. Don't use this as an opportunity to just lash out and unleash. So maybe write some stuff down, get your thoughts on paper. That's always helpful for me. So you can make sure that you're going through this in a constructive way and, and sharing it with your partner in a way that they can walk away with something that they can use and, you know, have a jumping off point and have some type of foundation for them to improve from. Because if you're just going to let it all out and then you don't give them nothing to work with, they can't succeed. So set the man up for success um, so that he can try to improve, hopefully. And that's all I got for you, boo. All the best. Miss Wanda. Miss <laughs> Wanda. When we come back, we'll be at our Song of the Week portion of the show, y'all. Hey, how about we listen to a little bit of music? Bro. How did you know? I love this song. We are back at our song of the week portion of the show. We have Mr. John John here on the door. It's closed. It is dead bolted. It, you know, we, you know, there's just a, there's just a whole steel plate on the door. You can't come back in um, over here where we rock. <clears throat> so what is your song? What is your song, sir? Well, my song. For, for closing doors is so gone by Monica mm. just because listen boy I'm a rowdy chick sometimes I have to fight because my mouth too slick <laughs> baby why you doing me like I ain't worth ish listen make me want to ride past your house and shit get down you oh oh I'm triggered I'm triggered slap your chick just to slow you John I ain't having it listen 
That's it. That's the one. That's the one. Now, why you? Why is that song? Why is that the I just, one? I just sang it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. The, I don't understand the question. I'm sorry. Play it on my top. No. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Well, there it is, you guys. He just told y'all. He said the lyrics speak for themselves. I'm not explaining myself. You do the work. (laughs) Due diligence. Um, So this is So Gone by Monica. Please make sure to add our playlist on Apple Music and Spotify and enjoy the song. Here we go. Listen, boy, I'm the rowdy chick. Sometimes I have to fight because my mouth too slick. Baby, why you doing me like I ain't workish? Make me want to ride past your house and sit Kick down your doors and smack your chick Just to show you Monica not having it So in love with you like a drug habit get So You treat me so unreal Can I make this up a little? Well, yeah, if you think you can Okay Deanna If you want to be somebody If you want to go somewhere You better wake up and pay attention if you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. If you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have arrived to the last stop here on this train. We are at our fuckboy fix portion of the show with Mr. John John, the gummy shark, if y'all don't know him. I love gummy sharks and they remind me of him whenever I have them. <laughs> like literally, it's very funny. <laughs> it's actually my favorite candy too, so. <laughs> it's like, now it's just anonymous with you on my head. It's very funny. <laughs> it's been like that for a while now. So what is your fuckboy fix for today? Uh, this is a message to the actual fuckboys. I say, you can't circle back if I'm not in the same place. Mm. So I just want y'all to have that tidbit of the information. Now, what does that mean to you? You say you can't circle back when I'm not in the same place. Oh, you got everybody have a great spirit, a great spirit of communication, a great spirit of fixing things, a great spirit of figuring shit out, closure. Um, and if you wait too long and I move from that place, when you circle back, I'm not gonna be there. So holla at your mama. I ain't, I ain't omnipresent. So, not, not omnipresent. I'm just trying to tell people. This, uh, this is a limited, this is a limited time period. Okay. Period. The warranty I mean, does not you, last forever. Really, listen. <laughs> These areas recognize what you have before you let it go. Boy, you better let them know. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for coming and being on the show today. Let everybody know what your socials are, how they can find you, how they can find Nude Skins. One more time, plug it, and then we're out. Yeah. So, nudeskins.com with a Z, N U D E S K I N Z.com. Uh, then you have John underscore the Gummy Shark on IG and TikTok, and then the John John Show on Twitter. And on IG and Twitter, you have new skins with a Z underscore brand. And that's it. That's me. It's John John on all platforms coming to Spotify near you. Me, Apple Music. I don't do music, but just in case, I don't know. It sounded cool to say.
So I mean, it does. you will be there. You'll be there right now after when this episode comes oh, yeah, out. You true. will be hey. there. How about that? John John on Apple Music. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again for doing the show. Thank and bye, fuck boy. Bye, fuck boy. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore FBProv. Also, if you want to see video clips from today's episode, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel by visiting our link tree at linktr.ee slash FBProvs. And go ahead and add our playlist on Spotify and Apple Music while you're there. And last but not least, if you've got fuckboy problems or just want some advice, email us at FBProvs at justinrain.com. Until the next episode, bye, bye boys. boys.